Hey, what's going on? It's your play-by-play guy, Paul Allen, and analyst Pete Bursich. Uh, we call Vikings games for FM 100.3 KFAM. And um, also Fox 9 in the preseason. And uh, we all just wrapped up the Minnesota Vikings' first preseason under new head coach Kevin O'Connell and new general manager Quasi Adolfo Mensa. Now, the Vikings lost to the Denver Broncos 23-13, They also lost to the Niners and the Raiders. So to go 0-3 in the preseason when when you're not playing really any of your best players, how how do you view that? Well, it's it's a situation where you know what you're getting into, right? And I'm sure that Kwesi and Coach O'Connell talked about it all preseason, you know, always since they both were in the building for the first time. What's your mentality during the preseason? And and the mentality has been – we're going to work the starters. So we're going to work them in uh, combined practices. We're going to work them in scrimmages. They're just not going to get a lot of work in the preseason. So out there on the field during these games. So that's just a, that's a decision that this franchise has made. And, you know, the, I, you know it, it's Dalvin Cook has done it before, not playing in the preseason and then coming in and playing. The rest of these guys, I think it's going to be something new for them. It's going to be new for Kirk Cousins. And we'll see uh, on opening day on September 11th how they react. And speaking of Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell, here are some KOC thoughts from his post-preseason press conference from Empower Field at Mile High. You know, I I told our team I really wanted to try to win that football game. I really did. I thought, uh, you know, we knew um, numbers-wise would be tough at some positions, but wanted to, uh, you know, really come out and establish the run. Um, we really feel good about our O-line depth. We feel good about our depth at running back with Kane and Ty. And uh, I think Kobach's had a good camp as well. So we really wanted to establish that. Um, we were able to run the football in the first half, I thought, with some pretty solid efficiency. Got some good movement up front. Um, and, and just didn't turn it into enough points with, you know, kind of some, some uh, you know, missed opportunities there in the pass game. But overall, uh, the physicality our offensive line played with was solid. Um, the depth, as we kind of lost some linebacker and had some issues pop up throughout that first half. You know, at one point we were down to just William only paying, playing with our five down, big grouping um, with one backer in the game. Luckily, B.A. was able to come back in and, and finish that for us. Special teams, huge positive. Greg Joseph doing exactly what he's done all camp, um, knocking, knocking it through a couple times. I thought the, ex, the operation snap and hold uh, by Ryan there was really good. And then Ryan's two punts, obviously, inside the 20, including that massive uh, hit that ended up, uh, I think, down there on the two or three. So uh, really positive for special teams tonight. Would have loved to score on that fourth and five at the five to take the lead. Um, just got to go back and watch that one. Felt like we might have bailed, bailed out a quick early, or a tick early, maybe stand in there and make a throw. But, uh, you know, I, this, this league is very difficult on fourth down. Uh, and those got to have it situations, you know, sometimes you got to give them a better call than I did there. So. Uh, we'll go back and look at that one across the board, though. The effort, uh, knowing we'd be limited tonight, was absolutely fantastic by our guys. Really wish we could have got them the win. Um, but as I told our team, you know, tough 48 hours is ahead for, for all of us. Um, guys made it, are going to make us make some real hard decisions. But um, when we're able to get through those days, um, our preparation begins for um, uh, an opportunity that I'm very excited about on September 11th at U.S. Bank Stadium. 
Now, Kevin also calls the plays. He's the head coach, but he calls the plays. The offensive coordinator is Wes Phillips, quarterbacks coach Chris O'Hara, and so on. Uh, but uh, but Kevin, you know, putting a wrap on the preseason there with the press conference you just heard and um, getting ready for the regular season. From from a from you know you you talk about players who get excited for games and new players playing in a border battle. You know the biggest rivals in town to start things. What what about the head coach? You know it's the first it's his first regular season game. U.S. Bank Stadium is going to be frenzied. He's calling the plays. That's going to be so he's he's got it's going to be frenzied and loud. So he you know he's going to be super excited too. Yeah, he and he will be and. This is where you, you look at his experience, and he's been part of Super Bowls. He's been part of really, really big games. And so is this a big game for him? Yes, personally. It's his you know, first game as a, as a head coach in the NFL. But is it going to be too big for or anything like that? I don't think so. I think that Kevin, you know, with a guy like Wes Phillips up in the booth or on the field, wherever he ends up being, he's got a good team. He has a very, very veteran defensive coordinator and then Donatelle that he can lean on and not have to worry as much about what's going on when the defense is out there. So, um, I, you know, when it comes to communication, we saw a lot of that going on in the preseason, and it's a preseason for the coaches too. It's far, you know, as far as do we throw the red flag on the touchdown? Was it a touchdown? Was it not? Substitution, that's going to get a lot easier because there's going to be less guys on the sidelines. So um, in that aspect, in that, in that realm, um, you know, I, I think Kevin O'Connell will just will do exactly what they hired him for, and that's come out and coach his rear end off. Now, the Vikings have two of the best receivers in the NFL in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. You know, Thielen just turned 32 years of age. Last couple of seasons, he has a combined 24 touchdowns. So, you know, Pete talks about it a lot, just how lethal Adam is inside not only the red zone, but the 10 and specifically the 5. But when everything is so new, and, and you have a new play caller and, and a new form of offense, there undoubtedly will be a player who breaks out or jumps up and gives you better than maybe you've ever seen. And, 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 and I think that the opportunity is there for K.J. Osborne to be that guy. Would you agree with that? I, I would. I think offensively, I mean, like I said, he had a, he had a really, really good la- year last year, seven touchdowns, 655 yards. And for a number three receiver, those are pretty outstanding numbers. I mean, it's either going to be him or Irv Smith Jr. And if, if for Irv Smith Jr., it's more about him just not being on the field. When he's been on the field, he's played very, very well. He's just had a hard time staying on the field. So the one thing, though, to go back about K.J. Osborne, Paul, so many of his big catches last year were third downs. They were key situations. They, you know, they were big, big plays. And so if he can make those big plays – I've got all the faith in the world that the young man's going to be able to, to do that on mixed downs. And with his added size, he's going to be, I think, a, a, a pretty good blocker as a wide receiver as well. Now, the, uh, the Vikings at Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center, a couple of days before the preseason finale, Broncos beat the Vikings 23-13 from Denver. They had a scrimmage, and and it was as close to game action between, you know, in Civil War fashion, our defense versus our offense, but ones versus ones, or as Kevin would say, goods versus goods, um, as we've seen all preseason, even more so than that night practice. And and the defense looked really, really good. I mean, the, the, the defense 
uh, honestly outperform the offense in that scrimmage. Uh, is it expected for the defense to be ahead of the offense at this stage of the equation? Um, I think 10, 15 years ago, absolutely. And it just took a while for the offense to gel, the, the combo blocks, the timing, all those things that offenses depend upon. But over the last couple of years, you've seen the offense really come out of the gate firing and firing on a lot of cylinders. I think that has the, 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 the slowness of the offense, I think, is – a little bit more to do, Paul, with a new scheme, a new system. And, you know, no matter how quickly Kevin O'Connell can get it to him, he still has to kind of spoon feed it to him. And so another thing I think to be excited about is as we see this offense unfold, we're going to get a chance throughout the entire season to see this offense unfold. And defense, opposing defenses are going to watch film and they're going to know that there's a lot more to this playbook and there's a lot more to come. There's a lot there's a lot that they haven't even shown yet. Even if you're getting into week six, seven, eight, you know, even the second half of the season. So, um, you know, I you watch what the Rams did with Cooper Cup and OBJ, and it took OBJ a few weeks after he moved out to L.A. to really get involved. And by the end of the year, he was a huge component of that, of that passing game and that offense. That just tells me they don't – pigeonhole players they don't have a set number of plays and say hey you've got to come in here and do this they tweak and they and they change things to match the talent that they have on the field and that again we have so much in the way of offensive talent I'm very very excited to see what happens now the Vikings have uh, have a couple of new defensive free agents and uh, let's hit on them both before we say goodbye uh, one is Harrison Phillips who emerged uh, really late in the season for the Buffalo Bills and um, and became a starter and, and was a starting nose tackle for them during the postseason, one of the better defenses in the NFL, coordinated by Leslie Frazier, former Vikings head coach. Harrison Phillips, uh, what? how can he truly help this defense become the best it can be? Well, I think, you, you know, we talked earlier or during the game about, you know, when you play the Packers and how – you've got to be able to keep two safeties deep and stop the run. Well, that's that's Harrison Phillips and that's Delvin Tomlinson right there. That's Harrison Phillips taking up two gaps. It's penetration. It's it's his ability to beat an offensive lineman one-on-one consistently up front and allow the guys behind him and mainly, you know, that's Eric Kendricks and Jordan Hicks to to run just fly and run to the football and not and let the safeties play the pass. Like I said, if Aaron Rodgers sees single high safety, he knows how he's going to beat you, and you're not going to beat him. All of our success in the past, you know, five, ten years against Aaron Rodgers has been when we were able to stop the run and keep two safeties deep, give him the same look, play after play after play, but give him a bunch of different things. That's going to be key. And Harrison Phillips, Paul, I thought, I, I don't know, how good LA, the, the or sorry, Las Vegas' offensive line is, their depth, but he really stood out to me in that first preseason game, and I was very excited to see that. And Harrison is the nose tackle in a 3-4 defense coordinated by Ed Donatel. Now, the Vikings running a 3-4 base defense means that will be the base for the first time in 40 years. They, they have not run a base defense, a uh, 3-4, in 40 years. Zadarius Smith will be a bookending outside linebacker with Daniil Hunter. Zadarius started his career with Baltimore, most recently had some really, really good moments for the Green Bay Packers. When Zadarius Smith is healthy, 
and and wreaking havoc. How does he play? What does he do well? Um, he's very he's very very strong, Paul. And and Donatel talked about the key to an outside linebacker is the ability to set the edge, and he can absolutely do that. Um, and I know, having seen film on him, his ability to rush the passer from the inside on third downs when he's able to pin his ears back, and that might be a sneaky little advantage because Zedarius knows the offensive lineman of Green Bay. And it's not like he knows the routes and the protections and so, but he knows what those offensive linemen do well and don't do well. And so you know he's going to be fired up to go play against his old team. Uh, and hopefully some of that information that he has, he can pass it along to the guys lining up next to him and we can uh, keep Aaron, you know, keep uh, Rodgers on the move. For a 16th consecutive season, Pete Bursich and I will be calling Minnesota Vikings football on the flagship FM 100.3 KFAN. Uh, Make sure to listen whenever you get the opportunity. Great job this preseason. Can't wait for the regular season. Well, you know what they say, the 16th time is a charm. Ain't no doubt about that. Ben Lieber also uh, will be on the sideline. Thank you very much for listening to the Post Game Report podcast. And for Pete Bursich, I'm Paul Allen. Signing off from Denver, the border battle is next.